0: Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Amy Leschke-Karl, the Vice President of Performance Acceleration at the Marcus Buckingham Company. They're a unit of ADP. She helps employers empower their organizations to improve engagement and performance, We're going to talk about the employer's attitude toward engagement, putting data into a real-world perspective, and how performance measurement can be improved, all on this edition of PeopleTech. Hi, Amy. Welcome back. It's good to see you again. Have the developments of the last few years, both at work and in personal lives, have they impacted how employers view and prioritize engagement?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's always been an important topic and one which we talk about a lot, historically for decades, we've talked about employee engagement as a way to certainly measure how employees are experiencing work. But over the last couple of years, it has really shifted from being something that is very infrequent, long, arduous, uh, followed up usually with complex action planning has shifted to being more of a real-time measurement, more of a real-time view into how our employees are experiencing work. I think one of the things that needs to shift more is what do we do with that data? And who is that data actually for? Historically, it's been for the organization. We kind of use it as a target, but really engagement data is most effective when used as a tool for team leaders, for managers to see into how is my team experiencing work? and not to use as an action planning tool or a grading tool, but really that kind of uh, almost crystal ball into how people are feeling. Um, Why
0: wouldn't you want to use this as a a planning tool of some sort?
1: Well, the question is, is like, what is measured? Does, what happens with that data? And what do we do with the data? We kind of have bought into the notion that what's measured gets done. And really what's measured gets measured. So I think we have to be a little bit careful of the broader assumption that if we go measure engagement, it's going to change. Also, from an action planning perspective, we know from the data from our clients, real people doing real work in the real world, that the thing that most moves the needle on engagement is frequent attention from team leaders. So really frequent attention, weekly, how are you doing? What are you working on? How can I help? That's the needle mover. It's not an action plan, particularly from an org level. Not that we shouldn't do these things, by the way, but we should have a town hall meeting. Recognition is low. We should you know, have a big recognition program. Those are fine, but those do not impact or that that we've seen anyway in our work with our clients. They're not the big things that really impact engagement of the organization, let alone impact engagement of teams.
0: How do you keep this all personal?
1: Such a great question, Mark. Um, We have, I think in HR, I'll speak for myself as an HR practitioner, almost over-focused on the quantitative data as a target. And you're right, it absolutely is personal. I mean, work is personal. It's an emotional experience. We're humans, of course, we're persons. Yes, it's absolutely personal. So we keep it personal by over-investing in the things the processes, the programs, the practices more than anything in the practices that actually um, help that person-to-person interaction be more productive, help it accelerate the performance of our employees, not dampen it. And that's a really big shift, even though we may not think about it that way. It's a big shift to start local. It is start with a team, start with a team leader, team member relationship. We know that's the most important, as opposed to starting with big programmatic, complicated things that quite frankly for our employees and our team leaders and organizations usually just create a lot more noise and angst in the organization than they do create positive outcomes.
0: Um, businesses are, I mean, well, let me, let me split it into two questions. In, previously, or, or in what I'll call traditional performance management, the, the hiring manager or the, the line manager, um, had a pretty big role in making sure somebody got uh, got their feedback.
1: Um, has their role changed now? I think it should change. We've seen it change in some organizations, but I think it should change. And the change that needs to happen is that differentiation, the distinction between getting more performance, what we just talked about, with that we call it a check-in, but those the frequent interaction, the frequent. Touch bases, the frequent check ins between team leaders and team members. That's the accelerant. That's how we get more of it. Measuring it, right? The measurement part of it. Who are we measuring for? We're measuring for us as HR practitioners and leaders to see into kind of that talent landscape of the organization. So I think change number one needs to be we have to pull those two pieces apart. Measurement is one thing, how we get more of it is a totally different thing, different audiences, different practices. um, And When we do that, then we can start to look at what's the most effective, efficient, and valid and reliable way to get more performance. We just talked about that. Totally different question is, what's the most valid, reliable, real-timey way that we can see into performance, measure performance at an employee level? Two different things. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's changed. Managers, um, if we're gonna overinvest in anything in our organizations, we need to overinvest in frequent attention.
0: Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcastcom slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Um, With that said, um, with the managers taking part in all this and and learning all this. Do you think that most businesses actually do something about engagement or is this just sort of the latest fad in HR tech?
1: I I think um, it's not the latest fad. I think it should be the next practice, the next standard, the next norm and how we help facilitate work. So we need to simplify those processes that we have overcomplicated, performance management or performance measurement. Can we not use the term performance management, by the way? Like management sure. is like, ugh, right? It's, yeah, ugh. Um, I have to give people grades and tell them what they're doing wrong once a year. And employees really just want to know how much money they're going to get. And are they going to get fired or not? I mean, that, like, let's, let's, let's stop that. And so the trend ought to be, the practice ought to be, the revolution almost, if you want at work ought to be, how do we simplify so many of those practices that we as HR practitioners have overcomplicated, measure the critical few things that we need to know in order to help inform downstream talent decisions, like perhaps variable compensation decisions, like perhaps talent planning decisions, who's ready for a move, who might need more support separate that from the activation, from the acceleration part of performance, that ought to be the next trend. We've we've made work too complicated. It's hard for people oftentimes to focus on the work they need to get done where their true expertise and mastery is on productivity when we've piled a whole bunch of stuff on them that some of it and a lot of it in a lot of organizations really isn't value added. So how do
0: you, well, first, let me ask this. Could you Paint a bit of a picture about what the ideal system looks like.
1: Yeah, it's it's simple, it's frequent, and it doesn't overclaim what it's measuring. So I'll kind of go through, I can dive deep into those. The simplicity is we don't need to measure a hundred things. We don't need to create complex competency models. We don't need to have Um, Universal annual goal setting, because not all work is conducive to having goals, but yet we want you to go have a smart goal, because it works for two people and everybody should do it, or we bought a piece of software that has smart goals or goal setting or cascading goals so everybody should go do it, it doesn't always make sense for the kind of work that some people do. So we need to simplify and focus on the critical few things that we need to know that the organization needs to know to inform downstream talent decisions. And it's actually, it's so simple, it's almost, um, it sounds kind of crazy, but those two things are, are people getting high quality work done? Like, you know, are, are you productive? Are you getting the work done that you need to get do in the timeframe in which we need it? And at a quality level that is expected, we need to know that. We also need to know, I'm going to call it the softer social kind of thing, reasonableness to work with factor, which we've tried to capture with things like competency models, but there is no perfect model. So we're comparing people to this idealistic model that we're never going to, no one's ever going to meet that. So that we call it teaminess, that softer thing, like, you know, how, how is it working with Mark? The admission then of the fact that we're capturing subjective data because oftentimes we don't have countables so we make countables up. But that realization of, hey, I'm just asking for my team leader, my manager, subjective judgment about this particular person's work because they should know their work best. And the ability to do that more frequently because in our world, we recommend organizations ask six questions, two on a five point Likert scale, four yes, no's. Team leaders, managers, people leaders can respond to those six items really frequently because it takes about two minutes. We recommend four times a year. So that simplification, the recognition of what kind of data we're collecting, focusing on the critical few things and separating it from the activation, getting more of it stuff is so refreshing and transforming not only for team leaders and team members, but also for HR, we're removing so much of the emotional burden from the world of work. I mean, nobody looks forward to those conversations. You know, no one looks forward to getting told, you know, we do the classic feedback sandwich, right? It's like, oh, Mark, you're awesome. And then here's the 27 things where you have gaps. And oh yeah, here's your 2.5% increase. Like we're smushing stuff, we're smushing these processes and these things that are both really important, but we're 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 putting them in a single process, in a single thing, and they're not single things, they're different. Last question is,
0: um, sort of goes back to to touch some of the COVID stuff we we talked about earlier. And I'm wondering whether um, the great recession and the, the dynamics of the labor market right now are impacting the way companies approach this kind of review. This kind of management?
1: I think we are in a really interesting spot and have been because of the dynamic nature of not only of work itself, work is moving much faster, doesn't work at annual, annual strategy things anymore, right? It's happening and changing all the time. And I think what's happening in the world in the labor market and with the economy is just a big giant unknown. I mean, it's, it's nothing like we've ever seen before, much to your point, like the pandemic. And how we react to that and the ability to react to that quickly and more agile is going to be really important, particularly given the unknowedness of all the things that are out there. So I'm going to go back to what we just talked about a little bit earlier. That means that simplification of what we do, removing noise, removing processes that maybe we invested in five years ago and didn't quite work, but we never took off the table. If we need to get down to the critical few things, it will help us move faster. It will help our employees move faster and will help them get the intelligence, all of us, that we need to help people do more, better work.
0: Amy, thanks very much for talking with me today. It was great to see you again.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Mark.
0: My guest today has been Amy Leschke-Karl, the Vice President of Performance Acceleration at the Marcus Buckingham Company. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report, we're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah.